let's continue our series titled what children of God are supposed to do in these times what the children of God are supposed to do in these times we would be looking at the times that we are in the times and the seasons God bless you for coming and I believe that you can follow us on our various social media platforms you can follow us on our social media platforms and it's going to be a blessing hallelujah amen last week we looked at the times and the seasons we are in and Bible says we live in perilous times Bible calls it perilous times in other words it's, it's there are dangerous times we live in dangerous times and the evidence of the dangerous times were were, were listed by Paul in the book of 2 Timothy chapter number 3 the verse number 1 to the verse number 7 he made it very clear shall we have it on the screen 2 Timothy chapter number 3 the verse number 1 to the verse number 7 and uh, it was so clear and all the signs that we saw there are signs of these times meaning that the times are dangerous you know as a child of of scripture or as a child of god you must be able to discern the times and know what to do one thing that the enemy is is smarter in this way than most children of god uh, is that he they, they, they know the time they read into the the atmosphere they read into the cosmos and they they discern the times that that the, how things are happening so jesus made a reference to the pharisees and said that you people know how to read the times when the sun is settled as a place you know what to do when the the, the when the leaves of, of the plants are falling you you said oh there's, there's going to be autumn or winter you are able to discern the times but you are not able to know the coming of our lord jesus christ the bible says this wisdom was hidden from them but unless when you read the book of timothy the second timothy as, as i have have said you will realize that please let's put it on the screen paul was addressing his his apostle apostle timothy and he was telling the apostle be conscious of the times and he says that in this last day perilous times will come and he began to give the signs of the perilous times and the signs were this men will be lovers of themselves please if you want to really get deeper into it you can just get a tape uh, of the part one or the part two you really understand so men will be lovers of themselves and it's so evident that men are lovers of themselves to the extent that now people love themselves to the extent that they can even say that I God created me as a woman but I feel within myself that I am a man so I want to change gender and they call them transgender now they have trans transracial someone can be black and if he said I'm a black but I feel like like a white man so I want to be a white man therefore in my heart I come from this country so the country should accept me and this one we have recorded one case in US in, in UK a white man and it's only a white man who can do that you black man tell yourself that you're a white man you come from us whether they'll give you visa they won't give you visa now this white man who said i want to, i i feel like i'm a black man 
and I'm, I'm, cap I'm captured in a white man's body. Therefore, release me. And you know, Africa, we are always hungry for white. And one of the, one of the African nations absorbed this white man and nationalized him and said, now you are a black man, though you have a white color. So now he's going to proceed here to change the color to black. You see, such foolishness. And there is another one called trans, trans-aged. Trans-aged. There, there was a white, a white old man who says that in US, he says, I am, I am a young man trapped in an old man's body. So he hired a nanny and started feeding on uh, what, the, the feeding bottle. And he said that the, 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 the country should pay him all the, the things due as a child. So, you know, they pay some, some money for cho to the children, so they should pay. And he assumed that the, the government that... <laughs> and one, 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 one uh, commentator said, what if a child also says that I feel that I'm a grown-up and I'm, I am also in a, in, a, in a small body. So now I have the right at the age of 10 years to, to take beer. I have the right, the right to marry at the age of 10. If you are a parent, what will you do? Now, the world has been lovers of themselves that they don't even think about God anymore. We do whatever you want. There's no love of God in our heart. To respect the order of things, even animals respect the order of things. Hardly will you see an animal with a different genotype crossing another. Some nations have even accepted or they, they, have, they, have, they have approved even bestiality. Where a man can choose to, oh, now I want to marry an animal. And go and pick up a dog. This dog is very nice. I want to marry this dog. Then they'll do a wedding for them. And you get a one, one foolish priest to come and stand there as, a, as God's servant and bless this, such a marriage. A marriage between human beings and animals. Because we are lovers of ourselves. So men will be covetous. Men will be boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents. Now, hardly do you see children obeying their parents fully. Now, very disobedient children. And the system is, is, is giving them that audacity to do that. The system is building them. Now, you go to school and you don't, a teacher has no right to lash a student when he's even misbehaving. You don't have the right to correct your child. So we have created a system where the children can disobey and go scot-free. But in those days, our days, there was a policy. Even when your parents are wrong, they are right. You have no right to talk back when your, your parent is talking. There was nothing like that. No, you, you, you can't talk even as at now my own, my own parents when they talk I don't talk back although they are not I, I say matured Christians in that way 
or they have not grown in Christianity, they don't understand the, the terms of Christianity. Sometimes they won't even direct how I should run church. My son, this is how we run church. But I'm quiet to listen. When I leave there, I pick what I want to pick from it and, 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 and I walk away. In their presence, I don't even prove that I know I know Bible. They sometimes preach to me in the Bible and they misquote, but I don't I don't talk. That's how we were trained. African, that's how we were trained. To obey our parents in offense. Now, hardly will you find children of the 2000s. The children of the 2000s. They're 95 now. Those who are born beyond 95. 95, 96, 97 coming to 2000. Very, very disobedient. No, we are seeing so disobedient that even in church, you don't even, you don't even respect your pastor. Most people. Hallelujah. First men of God were so highly esteemed. The devil has found ways and means to destroy the system that we don't even value them anymore. The devil has found ways to means ways and means to destroy parenting, destroy family. And when the civilization of families are destroyed, or when family is destroyed, or the whole civilization of man comes is is punctured. Because the civilization of men were, were built on these foundations of families. When God created the whole world with his economy, he gave it in charge. He, he, he charged a family to take care of it. That when the family should multiply so that they can take care of every area of industrialization, every area of, of civilization. So he said, male and female, he created them. And he blessed them and gave them dominion, male and female. So on the foundations of family was the world, the whole world formed. Everybody comes from one family or the other. Even if you are an orphan, you once had a parent. Now look at what the devil is doing. He's, he's doing transgender, right? And a gay marriage, right? They should be giving birth. Allow the whole world to, to, to gay marry. And give ourselves 50 years, 10, 100 years. The whole civilization will be destroyed. That's when family is punctured. So in the, in, Paul was telling in these last days, these are the times and these are the signs. Men will be truth breakers. Now you can, you know, first you could have loyal friends, you could have loyal partners in minute business. Now, hardly do you find loyal people in business. You can sign an agreement to somebody today, and tomorrow he doesn't even he will break it without any remorse. Sometimes your own friend will come to your house and by the time you realize he's dating your own wife. And the holy bad matrimony, they don't even value it anymore. Truth breakers. What has become of us? Why did we get to this far? That even in church, you can't find loyal people and faithful people to serve. You can't find them anymore. Everybody is in it for what he can get. If there's no benefit, nobody wants to. I once had a discussion with one Igbo man. I said they have a culture that when you when you want to learn a trade from them, you will serve them seven years. You will go to serve them for seven years, and after seven years, they would set you up. Right? If I'm correct, am I correct? 
they will set you up for business so that you can also run. So you must serve faithfully for seven years. Nowadays, how many of them do you get them? <laughs> you, you, you don't even get them anymore. But first, it was very... You know, your, your parents will hold your hands and commit you to, to, the, to, the, to the... Please take care of my son. And you will say, whether, whether the, man, the man maltreats you or not, you are there serving, knowing that after seven years, also, sometimes there are people also, you serve them seven years and they will not even mind you. They will find ways and means. We are truth breakers. We are vow breakers, promise breakers. And they don't care. I quite remember as a pastor, I've, 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 I've seen a lot. There are some people who come and make pledge. I say, oh, man of God, we, we pledge to do this. We pledge to do this. You don't even force them. They themselves come. But then they, they will not even, oh, oh, they will not be all night. And you ask them, they will tell you, oh, I, I, you know, I was expecting something. I didn't, it didn't come. How can you promise on expectation? Are you a wise man? Something that you don't have, you are promising in favor of it. Hey! <laughs> Men are unthankful. Very, very unthankful. Unholy. We are. And it's a sign. You know, it's not, it's not the problem of the people. It's a sign. It's, it's the season we are in. The times. So it's called perilous times. When you live in such times, you must be, you must be wise as a serpent. You must know how to navigate your way so that you can still stay with God. Iniquities has abound. And love, the love of many is waxing cold. One way to stay afloat with God is to stay in fellowship. The Bible says that do not forsake the assembly of the saints. As, as you see the days approaching, as you see the days approaching, you shouldn't forsake the assembly of the saints. So through fellowship with one another, we'll be able to encourage ourselves and be able to stay in fellowship with God. I'm telling you, in these last days, if you say you're going to stay in the house and you'll not be attending church or you'll not be attending fellowships, and I talk about fellowship, I'm not talking about church alone. Sometimes you're, they are godly friends that you know this, this, this friend loves God. Find ways and means to always be interacting with that person so that your mind will always come on Christ. That in Christ alone, our faith is found. In Christ alone, our faith is found. Or else you begin to wallow in some ways. I'm telling you, even right now, some doctrines that are, are coming out, are around, if you stay with it, you, you will not know God. You will not know Jesus anymore. The old Jesus we know. I'm sure now most of, most of our young ones don't know him like that. Christianity was about people laying down their lives for suffering. It was about suffering for Jesus. Nobody wants to suffer anymore. Nobody wants to go through difficult times. But this word was brought to us on the base of sacrifice. Sacrifice. Now nobody wants to cut off his hand to enter the kingdom anymore. They also want to hold on to their sin and still hold on to God. How is that possible? They also want to hold on to the, their crooked way of life and still tell themselves, encourage themselves they are holding on to God. People of God, the moment you hold on to other things other than Jesus, he, you don't hold him. God is, the hand is only one. You can only serve one master at a time. 
that there's no suffering there's no baptism of suffering Paul said that, that I may know him that I'm after 36 years of working with Jesus he said I, I, that I may know him and do you know what it know the baptism of us of a suffering there's a baptism that we, we suffer as children of God it is, it is mandated that there's a cross that we must carry and that's a card, the cross of Jesus Jesus came and he was hated because of the truth that he was holding he was hated so much by his own friends by his own brothers by everybody because he held on to the truth now we compromise in everything in business we are compromising in families we are compromising a lady will say, tell you that I, my husband cannot satisfy me well so I, I because of that I, I went in for another man to knock me look at this and you 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 are you serious so now because of this cross it has given the justification to say how how when we tarry in prayer waiting on God to do my wife is not able to get pregnant because he's barren so it gives me the audacity to move out and find another woman when, what did you hear about Abraham and Sarah so our God cannot do it anymore Listen. generation has come to a place where we have no reverence for our Lord and Master Jesus and his ways we justify our own men of God will do things and they begin to justify they will stand on pulpit and begin to because they masturbate they begin to talk in favor of masturbation that masturbation is not a sin who told you then what is the essence of immorality where is it the, the, the meaning of immorality do you want to really understand now men and women will be caught in there you know you don't even find holiness in their courting anymore They call something hook up. Glorified as how. Now internet has made e-commerce very simple. And now even up, I call it P-commerce. Prostitution commerce. There are platforms that you join. Hey! We are living in dangerous times. Dangerous times. Women, if you are married to a man, hey, when a man steps out, Back him with prayer. But the temptations he faces every day, you have no idea. Even me as a pastor. Ah, was it in church that somebody came? You know my wife. He came to greet me and was scratching my palms. A woman. Hey! You do not fear God. One, one great man of God said something. He was celebrating about I think 70 something years. And one of the daughters came. He was, oh, Papa, oh, Daddy, 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 I want to sacrifice my whole body to you. And the old man said, Hey, if I were your father, would you do that? Me, how? You look at my age. You want to kill me? Young girl, you want to kill me? One time in counseling, a man of God was praying for somebody. And the woman came and said, Oh, man of God, I have a lump in my breast, my nipple. And man of God, look, he was pulling the man of God's hand to touch it. Hey, man of God, can, can you feel it? Hey! What, what are you doing? 
as you come and feel your lump in your breast. Why is it not breast? We live in dangerous times that when your wife also steps out, whether he's with a ring or with not, without a ring, they don't even care about marriage anymore. No, marriage is not honorable anymore. He meets a man, oh, I am married. He said, no, that, that's the reason why I like you. I'm married. This is my husband. Oh, don't worry. That's the reason I like you because your husband is very responsible. You won't be, you, you, you won't be chasing me for money or your husband has money. That's the, that's the world we live in now. Let me tell you, people come to church and their motive is not just to help. The kingdom will go to grow. This is to break it down. I can tell you. So many of them come to this church like that. Their intention is that we want a way to break down the church. So every little thing that they have, every little mistake that they see, they magnify it. They, they just magnify And based on that, they begin to form caucus to destroy the church. They, their men are not lovers of God anymore. People of God, let's check out the, the taste, our taste for life. What is driving us? What is driving you, young man? What is driving you in career, in, in, in destiny, in ministry? What is driving you? What is the motivation for you coming to church? What is the motivation for you being a, being a Christian? Is it because you are ready to lay your life on the altar of sacrifice? On the altar as a sacrifice? I beseech you therefore, bearing, but present yourself as a living sacrifice. Sacrifice that must be bent is always killed. The book of uh, 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 Revelation, chapter number 12, he says, And we overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of our, of, of our testimony. And they lord not their life even unto death. That was how they were praised. They were not praised because they had buildings, they were not praised because they had cars. Now, 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 even as a man of God, that's the yastic for, for judgment. For people to believe that you come from God. It's no more the message. It's no more the truth that you speak. It's about how large you are. How cloudious you are. You have crowd. You have large crowd. You have buildings. You are, hey, hey. When Jesus, our own master says, foxes have a place to stay, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. Go to a time, the one who was rich in offense didn't even was wasn't even able to pay his tax. He had to command for an unneedful basis, unneedful basis. Hey, did we ever see Jesus boasting about, or 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 Peter boasting about the number of boats that he had, the number of travels that he had done with his boats, the number of people that he was working with? Archaeologists came out with, 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 a, with, a, with a report and they said that the house of Peter had 17 rooms. When they were doing archaeology, the room had 17 rooms. And the marble in that room, in that house at that time, is one of the costliest marbles now. So when we were quantifying the house, the house was, was about two point something million dollars. When we were quantifying it, because the marbles in the house, at that time, when they bring, when they when they when they carbon dated. 
when they bring it to the present value but we never heard them boasting about it no but they boasted about how they suffered for Christ for the name sake they suffered for him how many of us will be, will be ready to suffer for the name of God Jesus now men of God don't want to suffer we think that that internet persecution is what, what we're talking about now, when people talk about you on the internet you think that, that that's persecution you have no idea you have no idea some of them came to Africa left what they had came to Africa they had mansions in where they came to Africa came to die for you to have the, to have Jesus now you are selling Jesus and boasting about about how much you have how much gains you have made from him how much gains you have made from him if they we wanted gains would we have gotten the gospel if they wanted gains would we have gotten the gospel what has become of us this generation that's all about gains those times when you say that you want to become a man of God your parents will be crying they will cry for you they will cry for you because you have chosen a work of, of, of this your life will be destroyed I can't remember when I told my parents that I want to be I want to I want to be a man of God because God has called me they called for a meeting and my mother and my father were crying they were crying for me because I've chosen the path of wretchedness I've chosen the, the path of poverty I've chosen the path of suffering they who were not even Christians understood that that journey is a journey of suffering you have you have you have suffered you have laid down your life for it when Jesus came and said I will give you everything but for suffering is part of it persecution is part now people come to Christianity and they don't want to be touched they don't want their emotion to be touched I'm telling you in this perilous times you must we must go back to the old rugged Christianity old rugged Christianity where men are holy they're called the holy men of God when you see a man who serves God you know that this is a holy man this is a holy woman ha now holiness is no more even mentioned in the church no more it's, it's the least thing we say about the church but I pray today that we've, we we begin to know the times we are in maybe I'm going to make an own tears here the times that we are in and begin to align our lives well because it is very soon Jesus said, Jesus said tell them that I'm not coming soon I'm coming now so the church should prepare. We should prepare for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you are free for him, then be for him because he's coming for a church. He's coming for individuals who are without spots and wrinkles. Amen. Hallelujah. People of God, let us align ourselves very well. For the master is looking for somebody to send in his name. People who will say that I'm ready to suffer for him. I don't care about what, what, what it takes. I'm ready for you. Amen. If you know who you are, you live as such. We are a holy nation. We are a royal priesthood. So we don't live our lives anyhow. One thing that was an, a characteristic of of somebody who is a royal or somebody who is a king is that hardly will you see kings telling lies hardly will you see them because they were not afraid of anybody so they say the things as they are you are a holy nation why are you practicing on holy things 
Why are you practicing on holy things? That is our sanctification is a is a basis for our 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 lives, our lifestyle. When sanctification becomes a lifestyle, when consecration becomes a lifestyle, then God has a stake in your life. He has a stake and a hundred percent stake in your life. Because 